Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right. Welcome again to Think Again. Think Again. Welcome to our, our topical discussion program sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 54th year. Each week we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connecting to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, today's program is live, so you can call and you can join our discussion. I hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. Of course, there's all of these things that come up. Just They, they just rush up at you uh, during the course of the week. But just a few things I want to try to hit. You know, one of these things is the fact that we now have clear and unabashed evidence that the Trump administration, Trump himself, literally recruited or attempted to or has attempted to seduce uh, the rulers of the, of the Ukraine to uh, dig up information, palpable information that they could use uh, to attack the presidency of Joe Biden by attacking the work of his son, who worked for a, or, uh, an energy company. Uh, in Ukraine. Now, this is the same Trump who says that there's no truth and no rationale to even believe that any collusion took place between uh, his campaign and the Russians or Russian interest. How could you think a thing like that? And yet he's colluding with the Ukraine in order to get help uh, uh, to reduce the, the, the chances of one of his primary uh, potential rivals uh, in the presidential race coming up in 2020. You just can't make this stuff up. Uh, one of the shoes that appears to be dropping, that no one rather appears to hear dropping, is that uh, the, the, the weapon systems that we have sold to Saudi Arabia that are supposed to be the most sophisticated weapon systems in the world don't work. Just let that work with your head for a second. According to Adam Taylor, billions spent on U.S. weapons didn't protect Saudi Arabia from most critical oil sites, from uh, Saudi Arabia's most critical oil sites from a crippling attack. What if the Saudis are asking the same thing that I'm asking myself? What if the Saudis are asking, did we buy all of this stuff and this stuff doesn't work? For years, Saudi Arabia has been a major buyer of U.S.-made weapons. That relationship intensified under the, uh, President Trump uh, with the American leader pushing uh, oil-rich Riyadh to buy more weapons and, and, and for Saudi Arabia pledging a purchase of $110 billion in U.S. arms just months after uh, Trump's inauguration. But what if the combination of American military technology and American military know-how are, are not competent to defend Saudi Arabia from these existential threats? What if, worse than that, that America's military technology and know-how is not competent to defend 
the United States. We've been told that Iran is an inferior military power to the U.S. Uh, Trump brags about how great he has made uh, the United States military and what uh, the United States could do to any adversary. Yet a third world power using Scud-type uh, missiles and drone airplanes to mount a precision strike on Saudi uh, oil fields with no air defense response from the Saudis or their American backers to strike any of the incoming weapons. As we understand it today, some either 20 or 21 uh, missiles came from whatever enemy source to uh, the oil fields of uh, Saudi Arabia. Not one of those missiles was knocked down. Not one of those missiles was even shot at. There does not even appear to be a record that the Saudis saw the missiles coming. Yet they claim that these missiles traveled no fewer than 300 miles and maybe as much as 700 miles. How could missiles fly that far coming to Saudi Arabia with all of their radar uh, uh, defenses, all of their uh, satellite defenses, all of their surface-to-air defenses? How is it possible that not one of these missiles was even shot at, let alone knocked down? I ask the question, what protection? What we, what we are, uh, what we are, excuse me, what we are may not be, excuse me, what we are may not be what we need to be. Maybe the weapon systems that we keep paying for to prop up Boeing, General Dynamics, Lockheed, Dow, Raytheon, and so many other military contractors, maybe these are nothing more than extremely expensive military junk. We keep building bigger, blow-up things up type weapons and machines uh, that may not be what it takes to win a war with people who don't strike from a particular territory and don't represent a particular uh, country or territory. We have to ask ourselves, what protection do we really have? After this weekend, with a devastating, this last weekend, with a devastating t attack on Saudi oil facilities, blindsided the, the, the uh, uh, Saudi Arabian kingdom, some observers were left wondering what protection Riyadh's outreach to the United States has brought it. Notwithstanding the expensive military hardware purchased by Saudi Arabia, experts say that the Saturday attack represented an unusually well-planned operation that would have been difficult for even the most uh, well-equipped and experienced. I think well, I don't even see any callers on just yet. Uh, our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. I don't know if we are doing something uh Curious with our equipment, but the number again uh, to call in is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. I know whenever we either have rain outside or we have it too hot inside, we have issues, you know, with, with our technology. But at least you're not depending on our technology to defend you from Scud missiles uh, coming in from uh, Houthis or whoever it is uh, that they claim these missiles came from. Uh, Michael Knight, a scholar at the Washington Institute uh, for uh, Near East Policy, uh, asserts that this was a really flawless attack. Uh, he says that uh, uh, evidence suggests that only one of 20 missiles may have missed their target. He said this was, outst was outstanding. The attack has been claimed by Houthi uh, insurgents in Yemen, where a Saudi-led coalition has been staging a troubled 
uh, intervention since 2015. U.S. officials have suggested that at least part of the attack was launched from Iran, Saudi Arabia's arrival across the Persian Gulf. The operation appeared to circumvent the defenses of Saudi Arabia's military, including the six battalions of uh, Patriot uh, missile defense systems produced by the U.S. defense contractor Raytheon, each of which can cost somewhere in the area of $1 billion. So we have sold the Saudi Arabians a weapon system that fires missiles that cost $1 billion apiece, and none of the missiles worked. None of the missiles uh, even were launched at the incoming uh, Scud missiles uh, from whoever was the source uh, of this attack on Saudi Arabia. Russian uh, President Vladimir Putin responded to Saturday's attack with mockery. Yeah, he says at an event in Turkey that uh, Saudi Arabia should buy Russian made, a Russian made uh, S-300 or S-400 missile uh, 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 defense, their uh, S-300 or S-400 missile defense system as Iran and Turkey had done. They, would, they will reliably protect all infrastructure objects of Saudi Arabia. So now we have Putin, who may have been uh, involved in uh, uh, generating or, or, or orchestrating this attack in the first place. For all we know, uh, Putin could have been involved with the Houthis if they were the ones that mounted this attack. We know that uh, Putin aligns himself with the, uh, 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 with the Iranians, and so it could be that Putin's forces were a part of uh, who actually planned and, and did the technical uh, support uh, for this attack on Saudi Arabia. Uh, I don't think we'll ever know, but the S-400 system uh, that Putin was talking about is untested in real-life situations, but it costs less than the Patriot system and has technical features that are, on paper at least, an improvement on the U.S. system including a longer range and a, and, and a longer range and the ability to operate in any direction. Although Saudi Arabia once flirted with the idea of buying the S-40 system themselves, it was probably aware that doing so would have a dis- disastrous, disastrous effect on its relationship with the Trump administration. So now we've got a situation where the uh, Saudi Arabians, didn't buy a system that, at least according to Putin, would have been more effective in uh, defending Saudi Arabia. In defending Saudi Arabia, uh, didn't buy that system, and as a consequence, they bought the American Raytheon system and wound up with a system that was completely imp- uh, impotent in terms of defending uh, Saudi Arabia. I'd like to get you guys' thoughts. Our number here again is eight zero three fifteen twenty. That's eight zero three. 1520. I want to hear from those that uh, are the MAGA folks, you know, the Make America Something, whatever they call uh, call it, folks. I'd like to hear from them. I'd like to hear from them to talk to us uh, not only about the failure of uh, these American-made missile systems that simply, I mean, not only did they not uh, do the job well, they didn't do the job at all. Uh, in Saudi Arabia. I want, you, I want you to talk to us about that. I want you to talk to us about uh, this uh, um, story that we had 
uh, Donald Trump meeting with the, uh, I think as Zelensky is the uh, president of uh, Ukraine, uh, meeting with him and literally uh, uh, lobbying him uh, to find dirt that he could put on uh, Hunter Biden, the son of Joe Biden, that he could then that Trump could then use or his forces could then use uh, in their campaign uh, uh, in uh, the 2020 presidential elections. Vladimir Zelensky, that's his name. Thank you. Yeah, why don't we do that? So, okay, let me just see if I can see what's happening. Okay, I guess by this point, why don't we just do that? Take our first break, uh, get ourselves reorganized, and then we'll get uh, back into our subject. You all stick with us. We will see us out of the break here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program. Restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Steve Tasker for West Hurst Subaru, where right now the deals on all the new 2019 Subarus are incredible. Yeah, I don't know how people choose. I can help. A new all-wheel drive 2019 Subaru Outback 2.5i Limited, loaded with a moonroof, navigation, and lots more, is just $289 per month. Why call it the Limited when the goodies seem limitless? Good question. It is loaded. The question? <laughs> no, the car. And all 2019 Subaru models with eyesight receive the highest pop rating for front crash prevention from IIHS. It just gets better. That's Western Subaru on Southwestern Boulevard in Orchard Park or at westernsubaru.com. Yay! No limits. 36 month lease, 1999 down payment plus first payment, tax acquisition and registration fees due at signing. 10,000 miles per year, 15 cents per mile over. No security deposit required unless provided by manufacturer unless he is responsible for all maintenance and excess wear and tear. Must finance through Subaru Motors Finance. Not all buyers qualify. Take delivery by September 30th. Model code is KDF-24. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN Remember, uh, remember a couple of years ago, 
remember a couple years ago uh, when Trump uh, first got into office? Mm. We were all so nervous that Donald Trump was some sort of sleeper agent who was going to sell America out to a foreign power behind our backs. Uh. Well, it's throwback Thursday. Because <laughs> we just learned that uh, this summer, this was this summer, Donald Trump had a phone call with a foreign leader that was so troubling that it prompted an official in the U.S. intelligence community to file a formal whistleblower complaint when Trump was overheard making a promise to a foreign leader. Yeah, a promise what in the to an world? unknown foreign leader. Thank God Trump never keeps his promises. <laughs> never, never has. Eric. I don't promise. In fact, Eric, Eric is still waiting by the front door to go to Disney World. <laughs> Hi ho. Hi ho. Hi ho. You promised that we'd go. <laughs> the intelligence community, intelligence community is taking this threat seriously. Their inspector general considered the incident a matter of urgent concern. That is high on the intelligence community threat level. It goes, not a problem. Uh-oh. Oh. Urgent concern. Chrissy Teigen attack. <laughs> and she'll get ya. Trump denies he did anything wrong, tweeting, Another fake news story out there. It never ends. Virtually any time I speak on the phone to a foreign leader, I understand that there may be many people listening from various U.S. agencies, not to mention those from the other country itself. No problem. <laughs> dot, 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 dot. Knowing all of this, is anybody dumb enough to believe that I would say something inappropriate with a foreign leader while on such a potentially heavily populated call? Good point. No, very good point. What kind of moron would think you would make an inappropriate offer to a foreign country while you were being recorded? Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it, it's just so far, you can't make this stuff up that this president, let me, let me strike it at it from this, this perspective, then I'm going to grab our, our, our first caller. I want you to ask yourself this question. It actually was talked about in the Buffalo News today. What happens if you have a president of the United States who himself is the threat to national security. What happens when that occurs? The, the things you need to do in order to prove, uh, uh, gather evidence, and put evidence before the public that this person is a threat to national security are things that you have to get evidence through the executive branch of government to, to, to bring up, to be able to get, to get the evidence. And the president controls the executive branch of government and therefore controls the ability to access uh, those uh, pieces of evidence that you would use, that you would surface in that kind of an investigation. 
And so we find ourselves in a situation that we've never anticipated, and our laws have not been constructed well uh, to anticipate the possibility that the thing that we had to be afraid of was the president of the United States himself. That's what we've got to get our arms around. All of these people that keep telling you that, you know, Trump wants to defend the country, he's with the mothers or the daughters of the revolution, that uh, Trump is, you know, all in for making America great again, when what you see is Trump is all in for making Trump appear great again and, and turning the Constitution into tissue paper. And you know what you normally do with tissue paper. That's what we've, we've got to get our arms around and find a way to combat. Let me get Ron on the sheet to where I can get his thoughts. Ron, I know you got to be just as, uh, is not even, disheartened is just part of how I feel. I feel well, disheartened. I feel threatened. Uh, <laughs> I'm having anxiety attacks about this thing. The part of this that they're not talking, that you didn't mention so far today, is the, this is going to be the offensive. The, the 30,000 emails of the 2020 campaign are going to be this Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. You see that clown uh, Giuliani on CNN yep. with Cuomo the other day? Yep. Okay, he's trying to say that Joe Biden went over and got this chief prosecutor of the Ukrainian government fired in December 2016 on the midnight hours of the Obama administration in order to protect his uh his son from his illegal activity on the board of this Russian gas company. A little problem with that. When you do the research, you find out that, A, the prosecutor, this stuff happened in 2014, mm-hmm. that Hunter, it's not even clear that Hunter Biden was actually a member yet. He was just, either had just got on the board, which means he had very little influence, or he maybe was just ready to be appointed. The gas company was acquitted, not by the guy who replaced uh, uh, this prosecutor, but by the dirty prosecutor. Mm-hmm. So Biden going over there in December 2016 to get him fired because the parliament in the Ukraine had called for it, the EU had called for it, the people that we had just aided him to protect him from the Russians, uh, and the, the prime minister of, of Ukraine, and uh, we wanted this dirty guy out of there. So why would Biden go over to get the guy who acquitted his son illegally or falsely, uh, and why would he go over there to get that guy fired? But Giuliani's got the time all ass backwards. He's got the things out of sequence. And apparently this is going to be the kind of uh, 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 attack they're going to do against Biden, particularly since if she gets the nomination. This yeah. is going to be the kind of attack that the sewage on Fox News and the sewage on right-wing radio is going to be puking out at us for the next 15 months. And then, Ron, how is it that Giuliani gets to represent himself as representing the State Department, and then he comes back with a report that gets delivered to the State uh, Department. We have none of the information about who he met, uh, what was covered in the meeting, what was brought back to the State Department, what was the result of what was brought back to the State Department, and why was he representing the State Department in the first place? Well, yeah, and, and when you ask for the documentation, the raw data, guess what's going to happen? Just like every other thing. They're going to fight the subpoena, and Barr won't prosecute, because Barr is the new Michael Cohen. He's the fixer for Trump. He's the attorney general. The Bubba's in the Senate there with uh, Moscow Mick and that, supported that nomination, ran it through, 
wouldn't let anybody review his uh, his basically destruction of the justice system with the uh, Iran Contra thing, and that's what he's going to do. So you're not going to get a damn shred of these documents to really see whether you're, you're going to get Giuliani and the sewage on Fox and the sewage on right wing radio, and then your three the, the three stooges are going to call up the program and and tell everybody how corrupt Joe Biden is. Now, Ron, you probably remember this. You recall at the end of the uh, Mueller inv- investigation when they did a little song and dance, you know, with the uh, uh, Mueller testimony, they said at the end of that that there were something like 12 or 13 indictments that had been drawn down against different individuals uh, during the course of the Mueller investigation. And even though Mueller was done with his investigation, those 12 or 13 indict- indictments against individuals were still uh, going forward. We haven't heard a single word about one of those indictments. Well, because a lot of them are involved in the Justice Department. And the fixer, the new Michael Cohen, probably isn't. He's, he's just putting them on the back burner, not mentioning them, not pressuring anybody. We do have some state-level stuff, but, you know, you're going to New York State in that. But, uh, yeah, you're exactly right. And the media is not even asking those type of questions, the so-called left-wing media. I mean, it just tells you that we, we have this clearly uh, uh, almost transparent understanding that uh, we have a president who is uh, operating not in the interest of the United States, but operating in his own interest. And he has appointed people throughout his government who either uh, are cronies of his, who are, who are uh, allies of uh, uh, industrial interest or, or economic interest that they're supposed to be regulating, but they're, in fact, facilitating, you know— well, and re- right, not I'm not even talking about rerouting everybody's travel uh, to go through his hotels. Is that very transparent? It's that, and it's even more. It's the idea he's he, uh, he campaigned as an America firster. Well, what are all these links to all these foreign countries, especially right. these authoritarian ones? Yep. That, you know, it's not just it's it's. Uh, I love the new the new modicum that's going on for uh, uh, for uh, uh, Saudi Arabia, Mohammed. Uh, uh, Bonesaw, Mohammed Bonesaw, and Departe, and Ung, and Putin, and the new guy, I can't remember his name, in Poland, the dictator there. I mean, why is he, he seems to be awfully cozy with those, and when it suits his interest to, against the interests of the United States, he seems to be cozying up to him. Right. So this is what we got to keep th- thinking through and try to get flushed out in front of people, but it just concerns me that we don't seem to have the ability to force this president to be accountable, that he gets to do things that appear to not be in the interest of the United States that are directly against the law, uh, like with this whistleblower situation, where a guy whose job it is, if he hears something that he thinks uh, 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 puts the United States uh, national security at risk, he is responsible to turn that information over to people in the intelligence uh, uh, department, and they then, if they think the, it's the an CIA, the CIA inspector general is supposed to get it, and right? And uh, he hasn't got it yet, and, and uh, the whole thing is just. And, and of course, when they ask him about it, he, you know, as he's getting into an airplane or a car, it's all it's all fake news, fake news, deep state. That's his only response. And of course, we have the head of the Justice Department, William Barr, yep. who. Uh, he, he functions as if he's Donald Trump's attorney rather than the chief law enforcement officer for the United States. Well, so, I think the fixer, the new fixer. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, man, I appreciate you. Talk to you next week. Uh, yep. <laughs> 
I, I don't know if I want to ask you this question, Kevin, but I'm going to ask it to you anyway. Uh, is Donald Trump essentially able to do whatever he wants, yes or no? No, he's not able to do whatever he wants, and that, that that's irrelevant to what you're talking about here. That's irrelevant. The weapon, yes. Well, let me how how is it? Ir- whoa, 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 whoa. How is it irrelevant uh, right. that Donald Trump can do whatever he wants? How is that irrelevant? He can do whatever. Yeah, because here's how you twist things, and you 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 know you 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 know you twist stuff all over. I mean, that you're asking an open-ended question there. You know, I wonder what relevance it has to what you're saying. But first, to begin with, one. Um, the, those those um, Patriot missiles, okay? Yes. That's what they were, Patriot missiles, right? No, they, we, no, they were not Patriot missiles. But Patriot missiles are, are American missiles. The American okay. missiles never flew. They okay. still are sitting in their silos. Okay. Okay. Let me finish, they did let me not attack. They did not defend okay. Saudi Arabia at all. How come, how come, how come when the Israelis use it, they use it successfully? Say, hold on, say it again. How come when the Israelis use it, they use it successfully? You tell me. How come they were able to knock incoming incoming uh, missiles? How come they were able to do it? You tell me. That that's a good that's a that's a that's a relevant question. That is that's a relevant question. It is a relevant question. No, no, no. Wait. Let's 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 ask questions in a coherent way. It's a relevant question. You're saying that the U.S. missiles that were purchased and given to Israel that those weapons worked. In defense of Israel, we agree the that did occur. Same. That that very, that that occurred. Now, the very the, now, hold on, American hold on. The same. This is, uh, let's ask this, the next question. So, the same weapon systems mm-hmm. were purchased by the mm-hmm. Saudi Arabians, sold by the same people. I sold have an by, answer for you. Excuse me. Sold by. Um, let me finish my question. Sold by American companies. The same we- weapons. The same weapons that Israel has are the same weapons that Saudi Arabia, at least that's what we're told, that's what we're being told. We don't know. You and I didn't install the weapons, but that's what we're being told. My question is simply this, not based on what Nate Hare says, not based on what some Democratic Party official says, based on what the Saudi Arabians say, based on what NATO says. Yes. Uh, based on what the United Nations says. Well, I just want you to be clear. You got a little bit of time. I just want you to be clear that those weapon systems did not fire, that we had 20 Scud type missiles that came and hit uh, uh, oil f- uh, facilities in Saudi Arabia, yes. and none, not a single one of the single American one. missiles yes. fired, not one. Yeah. Okay. So, so what's the answer to that question? The answer to that question, I, and I answered it with a question to you, and I said, well, the Israelis used it successfully, so therefore it comes on to, hey, <laughs> the operators, right? And listen, and when it comes to technology, there's all these times when the Africa's things happen like that, okay? But furthermore, right? The, so your assertion is that the Saudi Arabians are just not competent enough to use the weapon systems that were purchased and the American technicians that actually uh, uh, come with the, uh, 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 those weapon systems. They are physically well, on the ground helping mm-hmm. the Saudi Arabians use the weapon systems that all of those people were incompetent and they couldn't mm-hmm. get a single one of the missiles out of the silos, well, let alone let me- hit any of those well, missiles coming in. That's what you're saying. Well, well, well let me tell you something. I, I, I spoke with a, a friend I, I work with who served in the Indian Army, right? 
And you know India and Pakistan have no love for each other, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay? And I pray it down to this, um, right? He said they had a joke within the military in India. They said when the, when the Pakistanis were given Syrian missiles, they thought they could pray to the side of donkeys and attack. Okay? So here's what I'm saying to you, all right? You, you don't know what happened, okay, until you get more specific information of why those missiles never got off the ground. Stop spinning and saying, well, Kevin, I didn't know, give a spin. Kevin, I didn't give a spin. I you asked spin. the same you question. I asked you. the same question that you asked. I started out asking that question. How <laughs> is nope. it? I asked the question. I'm asking the mm-hmm. same question now. How no, is it? How is it that none of the American-made missiles mm-hmm. and the American missile system? purchased by Saudi Arabia from the United States that are yeah. on the ground with American technicians standing with the Saudi Arabians oh. monitoring and monitoring the what they wow. do that's the way that they do it that there that there's no way oh. that it doesn't wow. it doesn't no. get done that way so the American there are American technicians there with those systems just like they are with the Israelis there are American technicians with the Israelis my oh, yeah, question we, 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 your facts from man when you say stuff like this what from from the new york times what are you crazy do you think that the americans are putting those systems over there just you think the Saudis just started um how how long were they buying this was this were they buying this just when trump the trump administration got into power they started buying these this these weapons or have they started buying weapons they have been buying they have been buying mess weapons from the russians they started buying no no, uh, no, no, no no i am talking about the Saudis. I am saying about the the Saudis, I am saying about the Saudis, as I reported earlier in this story, the Saudis were actually in the process of buying the S-40, S-400 missile system. You see, I didn't say that. I'm saying to you, I'm asking how long has the Saudis, they've been buying weapons from for the, for from a long time, years, right? A long time. Exactly. So what does that got? What does that have to do with well, my point? This is what I'm saying to you. So they've been buying for a long time, but you spinning it and making it sound as though well the Trump administration got in there, right? No, and no. See, no, help. Kevin, you're the one That's doing the did. spinning. I didn't even put you Trump in it. Spin. No, you I didn't even, saying, Kevin. I didn't friend. even put Trump in it. What I asked, no, no. what I asked, and still ask, is how is it that these American systems? from American weapons companies that yeah. were in, that were purchased by mm-hmm. the Saudi Arabians from American companies installed in Saudi Arabia that are the technicians that help guide these systems are American technicians. How is it that 20 Scud-type missiles came across three to, to 700 miles and hit targets in Saudi Arabia, and not a single American missile was fired okay. to knock these so down. Trump that's the, the whole. I didn't. You're the Trump one that you're the one that's putting Trump in it. I didn't even no, say Trump's did. name. You know why? Because you said in earlier here, you said that they, they, they're, they're friends in the in the um, the military. Um, you know, military weapon manufacturers, right? That the Trump that the, the, the Trump they, they're helping their friends. By getting contracts for them to make, I didn't. I didn't. Say any, none of what you just said is what I said. You said that. Yeah. You said a hundred percent of that. I didn't say you any know, of that. You should be more concerned. Oh, okay. You, you, all right. All right. We got to go because you're just making stuff up to try to make your your argument. Let me get. Is it other John? Let me get other John in Buffalo. Do we got a break? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Other John, hold on for just one second. We're going to take a quick break, then I'll get right back to you. We'll see you on a Saturday break here at Think Again. Think Again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. You're in charge of hiring and indeed has solutions, like company pages where you can get people excited about working for you. And we give you this toy monkey, which will bang its symbols when the right resume appears. Okay, there is no monkey. I said there is no monkey! But company pages, for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com promo to try company pages for free. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the all-new Pit Smoke Brisket. How would you like it? I'll take a man who knows what's what. Y'all know what? The all-new Pit Smoke Brisket at Subway is smoke slower and a slug going up a down escalator. That's what. I'm talking tender, juicy brisket, naturally pit smoked for at least 13 hours. What's more, it's got layer after layer of smoky flavor. Smoked cheddar and barbecue sauce on delicious Italian bread. Mmm, Subway, make it what y'all want, what not. Limited time only, participate in restaurants. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 Watt, ESPN 1520. Listen, I just want to reread again my initial question that I put out at the beginning of the program. I don't know where Kevin gets the analysis that he spent. He spun on it. But I read this question. I didn't just say it out of my head. I'll say it again. For years, Saudi Arabia has been a major buyer of U.S. made weapons. That relationship intensified after President Trump took office with the American leader pushing oil-rich Riyadh to buy more weapons and Saudi Arabia pledging a purchase of $110 billion in U.S. arms just months after his inauguration. Now, that is a quote from an article written by Adam Taylor. Billions spent on U.S. weapons didn't protect Saudi Arabia's most critical oil sites from a crippling attack. I asked this question. What if the Saudis are asking themselves the same questions that I'm asking me? What if the combination of America, of American military technology and American military know-how are not competent to defend Saudi Arabia from these existential, existential threats? But worse, what if 
that what if it is, it's true that America's military technology and know-how is not competent to defend the United States? That's the question that I ask. All of this other stuff that Kevin threw out here had nothing to do with anything. I just want you to be clear about where we're coming from. Let me get other John, then we'll get John in, in uh, Rochester, and then we'll get Mark in Buffalo. Other John, how you doing, man? Pretty well, Nathan, pretty uh, well. I hope I characterized that well. Maybe maybe the question wasn't a good question, but I thought I'd characterize that right. Well, you did, and it's just that the amoral nitwits are out early this morning. Mm. Um, the, the issue that everybody seems to be ignoring is the fact that the United States Navy, which has a one or two ships in the Persian Gulf, mm-hmm. failed to detect those missiles yes. or those drones. Right. Nobody mentions that. Yep. Now, yep. either... Either the equipment is utterly, absolutely incompetent, or somebody told them to stand down. Because the point of the exercise was to uh, tag Iran with an attack, mm-hmm. and subsequently an excuse to attack Iran. Yep. That was that was the whole reason behind this. Now it is it is also possible that the reason that the uh, Israeli uh, uh, missiles worked and the Saudi missiles didn't work was because the ground people, uh, the U.S. ground people advising the Saudis were also told to stand down. I mean, we don't know what the answers are to these questions, but, John, there has to be questions asked. How can you tell me that this many missiles can fly that many hundreds of miles and nobody sees them, and nothing is done to knock these missiles down. Even if what you did didn't work, at least you would have tried to knock these missiles down. How could that possibly have occurred? Well, either, either one of two possibilities. Either it's utterly uh, incapable of, of defending the nation or Saudi Arabia, or they were told to stand down. It's one or the other. And and I'm telling you, n- neither one is a good scenario. I I <laughs> I'd feel better if they were just incompetent than to, than to feel that they literally uh, stood down and let this attack occur so that they could have a pretext to uh, attack our, uh, Iran. I would feel better with the first scenario rather than the, the second, even though neither of these things is very good for us as the United States. Well, the, the, the U.S. has on occasion been known to lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's anyway, not, that's, my two cents for this that's not fair. Stop bringing up history. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. All right. Let me grab uh, uh, other John first, and then we'll get Mark in, in Rod. Let me get, I mean, John in Rochester, and then we'll get uh, Mark in Buffalo. So, John, I want to ask you this. I've been propping this question up to folks, and I just want to ask you the same question for the folks that are on your side of the aisle. I, I, I just want to ask you, is, is there anything that Donald Trump could do that's wrong? Yes or no? Just a yes or no question. Not, no fluff, just yes well, or no. Can of he, course. Can he do anything wrong? Of, of course. Or has who he done anything? No, I'm who sorry, has, I said that wrong. Who, who, who has, has, wrong. Has, has he done anything wrong? Let me say it that way. Uh, in his lifetime, in his presidency? No, sure. so during his presidency. Has he done anything wrong during his presidency? Yeah, yeah. Before I get into yes, I'll, I'll say he has, just like every other president has. But listen, uh, I wanted to get... <laughs> I've got some... He's gonna do it. Uh, you asked me a couple of weeks ago to get uh, the statistics on... 
uh, asylum seekers. Yes. I got them. I got them. Mexico, 88% of Mexicans are turned down for asylum. El Salvador. Are turned down for asylum, right. Yes. 79.2% of El Salvadorians are turned down. Right. 78.1% of Hondurans are turned down for right. asylum. 74.1% of Guatemalans are turned down for asylum. Right. So that, I made a statement a few weeks ago that 80% of uh, uh, illegal, well, I shouldn't say illegal because they're not at that point, but in, uh, people coming from the South, are 80% are turned down for asylum. Asylum seekers are turned down at a rate of 80%. And you, you, you didn't uh, believe that, but... I didn't want to bring up old business, but I but that's but that's a good point because uh, I actually went back and visited with that too, and I found that between seventy five and eighty percent of all asylum seekers, as a group, are turned down in their request because what they're asking for asylum for doesn't fit what our laws uh, uh, speak to. Well, so no, no, actually, other other countries, the asylum uh, statistics are uh, turned downs are much lower. Uh, it's it's the Mexicans, it's South America, you know, the Honduras, Central Americans. Uh, right, that's for people who are asking for. Rate, that's rate. if they're asking for asylum in Mexico, but no, uh, no, no, the United, the United States. So I, I thought you just agreed that the people who seek asylum in the United States, that seventy-five to eighty percent of those people are turned down. That's, what, that's true. Yeah, that's that's, true. that's what I just now, said. Other, now, other yeah, that's true, and and you you uh, didn't believe that statistic when I brought it up earlier. The other countries, uh, the asylum uh, turndowns are much less percentage. They're accepted a lot more than the South Americans and, or I should say, Central Americans and Mexicans. And the the reason being the skills. Uh, the, the the people that are coming in from uh, Mexico and Central America have very low skills. The United States has a history of inviting people. Right, with but John, John, I'm trying to. This is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get us to be on the same conversation. Asylum seekers do not get screened out on the basis of their skills. Asylum seekers get screened out or screened in based on what the reason is for their seeking asylum. So if they are a part of a people who are being um, uh, exterminated, uh, who are being uh, ethnically cleansed, for example, uh, so that they're going to be wiped out, they're going to be killed, and they sought asylum in the United States to protect themselves from being killed in the country that they came from, in Croatia or whatever country they were in, those are be- those people tend to get a grant of asylum. That right, asylum yeah. grant is not based on their skills. It's based on the circumstances that generate their request for asylum. For example, if you live in, in Nicaragua and your husband is beating you and you come to the United States seeking asylum, you will be, re- you will be rejected for, for an asylum uh, uh, request because fleeing your husband beating you is not one of the things that's covered under the asylum criteria for the United States. If you were applying to become a a permanent resident of the United States, they would look at your skills. And if your skills don't look like you can make yourself self-sufficient in the United States, then you would not be allowed uh, the ability to get permanent residence in the United States. 
Well, I just wanted to make the point. The point I was making a, a few weeks ago is that uh, the there's a lot of, of fraud. So a, in a lot of cases of that 80%, a lot of it is fraudulent. And that's the point I, I made a few weeks ago. And you don't see that amount of fraud coming out of the other countries uh, versus just Mexico and Central America. That was my whole point. Right. Okay, so, so I think that that's a, a, an agreed-upon point because – there are so many more people trying to get into the United States because there's so much more opportunity here that uh, people will actually lie to try to make right, themselves right. appear to be good cases for asylum when, in fact, they're not. That's yes. that's so certainly that a, 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 a valid point. Yes, I, I appreciate that. That's that's the only point I wanted to make. And We're good. Does. All right. I'll catch up with you next week. Thanks. Okay. Th All thanks, right. John. All right. Bye-bye. Let me get Mark on to close the show. Mark, how are you doing out there? We are the world. <laughs> we are the children. <laughs> what happened to us? <laughs> My God. Oh, man. But we have changed as a country, haven't we? My God. Yeah, this it's, is... just, it's just so ugly. It really is. And, yeah. you know, you were talking about, I was thinking about this all week, this this drone thing, mm -hmm. you know, them drones, them drones didn't, they didn't find the drones because those batteries have an on and off switch. <laughs> See, that's, that's what Ron was yeah, saying. He, right? he stole my, my thunder. <laughs> they have an on and off switch. You know, take a look. It's always the best policy is to follow the money and who benefits. Always. Always, always, Mark, Follow always, always. <laughs> who benefits? Yep. Follow the money yep. and who benefits. And what is their proof? A pile of junk on a table. Yep. I saw this spread. In fact, I actually went so far as to write down the serial number on one of these bombs. It was MC uh, dash, I think it was... Uh, 903 something or other uh, but I actually wrote it down and, and looked it up and it turns out that this is uh, a marker on one of the uh, scud type missiles that are produced in Iran uh, so but, but I found it interesting that a bomb that blows up like that such a huge piece of the bomb was still intact and and, and they could have had that from a long time ago and they can get right. them scuds from Iran I'm right. sure I'm sure Raytheon makes them <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Yep, exactly. This is a false flag cooked up in Saudi in the White House because they can blame it on they can blame it on Iran and they can jack up the oil prices. I think someday, someday, somehow, you know how 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 uh, uh, dirt is. Remember dirt, the main. Yep, dirt always wants to tell on itself, and sooner or later. Dirt is going to tell on itself, and we're going to find out what really went down here. Remember a scheme cooked up in Texas? Yep. Uh, that yep. was a rock? Yep. This is a scheme cooked up in the White House yep. in Saudi. Yep. Because he's, he's, and he chopped up an American journalist. <laughs> he's paddling around with a chopper. Yep. Yep. I mean, when, when, when you think about this thing, it, it just seems to me it that stinks. there's— there's, that, right. There's just something wrong with the way that we're being given this dish to eat. There's just something wrong with it. And, it, and it, the point is, it's always Iran. Right. Point to it. And what did right. Rush Limbaugh say like three years ago? It's Iran, folks. It's not Iraq. Yep. It's Iran. Yep. 
And he, they've been pushing this meme for five years now. And then what are we going to do? You know, we started this, and I, and I get so irritated that they keep saying we've been at war for 18 years in Afghanistan. We haven't been at war for one day in Afghanistan. There has never been a declared war between, uh, uh, by the Congress of the United States against Afghanistan. And there would be no reason for there to be a declared war because Afghanistan never attacked the United States. But they never mentioned the genocide in, in, in Iraq. Right. That's never mentioned. Right. All, those, all those dead people are just a, a side note. You and I talked about this maybe five years ago. We were talking about maybe six or seven years ago, something in the area of 600,000 people had been killed in Iraq alone. So we had 3,000 people killed in a 9-11 attack, and we killed 600,000 Iraqis, and not a single Iraqi had anything to do with the attack on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon. Yeah. Not a single thing to do with it. And on that point, I just wanted to point out another statistic that I found funny this this week okay vaping mm -hmm. seven deaths and what do they do they seven to eleven deaths they 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 ban the common denominator mm -hmm. right shootings four thousand per year <laughs> nothing right right wow right right exactly i had uh, uh somebody uh and we're going to talk about it again in another program uh on monday at three uh, but I had somebody who argued that, you know, well, you know, the uh, uh, AR-15, there aren't that many people that have AR-15s or, or killings that happen with AR-15s, and hardly anybody has an AK-47, you know, and so on. That, and that was the argument. And what I tried to explain is the argument is not about, you know, this particular gun or this particular gun. The argument is that we have such a gun-oriented society. The argument is the murders. Right, <laughs> right. And the, and the common denominator is the bullets and the gun. Right. We, Why we, on every other, right. every other uh, mathematical problem, the common denominator is always the problem? Right. Except for the guns. <laughs> Except for the guns, right. <laughs> it's, it's just mind-boggling, you know. We, we kill more people by uh, suicide, by gun, then we kill by homicide, by gun. And why, did that, why does that occur? Because all of these people that have any kind of mental health issues, stress issues, you know, life they is terrible issues, they There's go to the thing that they people. have in their house. They go to the gun. Take the guns away. I mean, I'm not even asking you to take the guns I'm away. I'm not asking you to take the guns away. But limit the bullets. Right. But follow the bullets. Right. That's the denominator And, and, right and maybe there. we keep the... Right. Yeah. Look, maybe we keep the guns in uh, a gun uh, 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 shooting range where there's a library where you, you know, little safes and whatnot, and you put the guns away there. Maybe you have a safe in your house. You know, you have some way to give some time from the point that you might think about using a gun and the time you actually have to take to go yeah, get the Nathan, gun. This is America. We do all the wrong things before we, we right. land on the right one by yep. accident. Yep. <laughs> yep, we have to fall back on our head, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, thanks, Mark. <laughs> I appreciate you. So you said that next week we're off? Ah, that's right. UB football is back. Uh, they started out, you know, pretty good when their uh, game against uh, James Madison, 
but they haven't done so well in the last two games against Penn State and uh, and Liberty. Hopefully they're going to get their uh, act together, and next week they're going to be flying high. So we won't be on next week because we have UB football, but we'll be on the week that follows. So just stay with us. Uh, you know that we have a lot of other shows that we do uh, on other stations, but I can't talk about that uh, right here. I uh, did want to make mention that we have a few job openings that we're uh, recruiting for. We have an opening for a housing counselor. We have an opening for a housing, uh, a director of housing development. We have a preventive services supervisor opening, and we have a community health worker opening. And so if you contact us, contact Tiffany Ingram at 881-5150. That's 881-5150. That's Tiffany Ingram. She will connect you to the information about, uh, about those job openings. Of course, the Community Action Organization has uh, roughly 850 employees. So generally every month we have you know a, a dozen or so uh, employees. I see somebody just called in and we're right at the end of the hour. We might not be able to get that call. We won't be able to get that call. Thank you. We won't be able to talk to you next week, but we'll talk to you the week after. We'll see you then here at Think Again. Think again. been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.